You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Americans After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Americans After Show. Well, Bing is for doing, and we are doing the Americans After Buzz show. I'm Joe Sanfilippo. I'm joined by Mr. Joe Braswell from Grantland and ESPN.com, also from Extra. I'm Joe Braswell. Welcome, Mr. Braswell. We also have Jen Golden with us tonight. Hello. We are very excited to talk to you guys about the show tonight. This was a very cool episode. Should we just jump right into it? Yeah. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about this op. This was pretty serious business, man. It was. Mutually Assured Destination. Is that what that actually is? That what, I can't Mutually remember. Assured Destination? It's not That's destination. what the episode was called. Should I, Maybe it's Destruction? Does that make more sense? No, I think it's, I think it's actually a play on words. It Ooh. was, and the, the articles online were actually referring to it as Destruction because of, obviously, what we saw in the episode, right. which right. was lots of destruction. Because Mutually Assured Destruction is the, is the, was the political uh, term of the day, because, you know, you, we bomb you, you bomb. Nobody cares. All right, good. All right. <laughs> Should we talk about this op? Let's talk about this op. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know, great op. So I, first of all, you know, we, we get our information. You know, back we're talking. We're always talking about the '80s. We get our information from uh, AM frequency. So I, realized, I just realized that that they're actually tuning into a radio. This they get this stuff over a certain frequency that they tune into. She listens with her little earbud and then writes it out. We get a series of numbers. She writes down those numbers and translates that into what that is. So one of the many reasons I'm not a spy. There's way too much math. Way too much it's math involved. I wanted to know, and I, I thought about this while we were watching. Does that just air all day long, or does That's she know what time? That. Does she know what is. time to tune in? Oh, and does no one at the FBI go? God, I wonder why that lady just keeps reading those numbers. Yeah, I think I think I think it is must air all day long. But I think the thing about these 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 frequencies are, you know, I mean, you really you have to really know exactly where to tune it. It so wasn't digital back then, wasn't it analog? So you'd have yeah, to really analog, mess around you really with it. You have to know. So like, yeah. you, you know. I mean, maybe someone's, and if someone does by chance come across this, you get a series, of numbers. a series of numbers. No one's going to go, spies! Right. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I knew it! Listen, Bob! They're here! So that, right. that's fascinating, but she got, you know, we, we saw, we'll get to how they they reacted earlier, how, how happy and gleeful they were, and it's a wonderful, you know, time them in the marriage, but they got the mission, which was... Well, we got this East German uh, mercenary who's been hired, East German uh, assassin who's been hired by the KGB to whack 14 American scientists in the ballistic missile program. But apparently someone at the KGB decided right after they hired him, ah, we shouldn't do it. Right. They pulled the brakes, which is crazy because this guy just went rogue. Well, he didn't go rogue. He, he doesn't know. You know, you know, I guess I would imagine... That you do you know who? Well, we talk about this all the time. There's no there's no cell phones. There's no right. communication. So it's one of these things. Is once you've been sent the mission, it's like the Terminator. There's your mission. Go. Well, and the other question is like if somebody shows up at your hotel room and says, "Um, I'm with the same people you're with, so uh, stop." Right. You, just you go, don't trust anybody yeah, because you're right. like, well, you could just be saying it, just like I could say I'm an American. Right. Well, I think they also made it very clear that you know for these obvious reasons, if I'm going to hire you, I don't want to know who you are. I don't want you to know who I am. So I'm going to tell you. 
I'm going to tell Jen. Jen's going to tell Lauren. Lauren's going to tell someone else. She'll tell Marissa. He'll tell Martin. He'll tell you. And then you do your job. In other words, we'll never know. Martin tells me. Right. Okay, I got it. (laughs) But I'll never know directly. So, but you'll never know it. it, But in this way, you'll never know it came from me. Well, then the other thing is, yeah. But you got if you got to figure if you're an assassin, you got to. I mean, that's that's got to be a short-lived profession unless you're really, really careful. No, you 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 do your thing. You you live live a mild, you know, meager life. You get your mission. There it is, and you execute your mission, and that's it. You keep keep it moving. That's how how Joe does it. That's how. That's how it was in the (laughs) eighties. That's how you did it. Yeah. Now it's a little, you know. All right. So so Phil and, and Elizabeth are given this task. Another Herculean, ridiculous job. Like, hey, figure this out right, right. now, just like last week. We and in no- this episode, they actually talked about that more. They're like, um, hello, we don't have information other than this German dude's running around trying to get 14 scientists. We don't right. know who he is, who the scientists are, what he looks like. Nothing. And who gave him the right. orders. We just know we have to find a person. Now, is it one of the 14 scientists, or is it all the 14? All no, 14. he was going to kill all 14. Because okay. they were the ones producing the missiles. Right. Got and so it. that was so the deal was one half of the KGB wanted all 14 dead, because that would hamper the uh, ballistic missile program. And the other half of the KGB said, that's crazy, That'll, this will start a war. Right. Absolutely it would, because if you're taking out people that create missiles... They'll use the missiles against you. Yes, right. So, so well, this is a reoccurring theme here in in the Americans. These ops are getting in, increasingly. This, I think, this is something that will um, that's going to play a part as we go. You know, play uh, be important as we go along. These incre- these missions are getting increasingly more impossible and more difficult. And I think that the the notion is, well, we trust you guys. You guys are here. You can do anything. But it's less and less information, more and more impossible. And yet they still pull them off. Somehow. Well, you know, it, it's it speaks to a casualness that 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 the uppers the the upper levels of the KGB seem to be approaching Liz and Phil's actual lives. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, from my point of view, if you've already planted these people in there and they're growing, they're you know they're, they're growing in a family. I mean, you know, they're raising a family. I, I think this should be some very high level people. You should not be taking them very casually. This is not a, a common soldier that you would throw out. You know, not that anybody's common, but right. you don't understand what I'm saying. But they're not taking into account that you know if you're if you're in there, you you you've, you've you've been embedded and you are a sleeper cell, if, if you will, in, in this in this country. You have a life, you have a family, you have jobs, you have things to do. That's what I'm saying. These missions being this impossible, it's like you're not like they're not not they're sitting around doing nothing, waiting for missions. I mean, they have lives to lead, you know. So well, that's why I'm saying that it seems like they're getting awful casual with them, and and they're treating them much more like disposable assets than I think that that then Phil and Liz were used to being treated like. That's a good point. It also, though, I think started when Grandma. Came into Seems to have, position yeah. because she did test them. She's talking more about their relationship than them as operatives. She's trying to create drama between them. You know, she's treating them more like human beings than as soldiers. Well, I, I get the impression that who was there before uh, before Grandma? What was his name? Um, the General Solokov. Yeah, It seemed to me like he had a more personal relationship with the two of them. Like he seemed like a mentor back in Russia. He seemed like he was more of a father figure. Right. And I got the vibe very much that. He he took them very seriously. He didn't. He was not casual with their lives at all. But I, I don't get that vibe from from Grandma right. I, at all. I get a much much more like if you need to die tomorrow, you need to die tomorrow, and that's yeah. just how it's going to be. And speaking of which, I mean, you know, God bless Lauren Leonelli, who's not here, but she yeah. did. Her prediction last week was that spot on. Well, yeah, was, you know that that Grandma here would you know is really you know really loves and sort of respects um, Elizabeth and you know, sort of grooming her to be the next Insta Grandma. And we see that, you know, she sort of, she said, you know, look, I respect you. I think you'll, you'll die for the motherland. Him, not so much. And so she, you know, she actually I, revealed. How do you respond to that when someone tells, says to you, 
I know you'll jump on a fire for the motherland. Right. You go, wait, wait a damn minute. I don't want to jump on anybody's fire. Elizabeth's jumping she on a fire. That. She does. She Elizabeth does. Elizabeth will jump on two fires. I agree with you. That's, the, that's crazy. Right. But I think that's like the difference, what we're seeing, at the arc, I guess, of their relationship with the KGB is that they're talking to them like people and they're messing with their emotions intentionally to get them back in gear. But at the same time, they're also so disposable. She says, like, you know what, Philip, we can do without, basically. Well, it's such a tough scene. Like, like uh, you should think about it. Like, the higher up you go, I mean, it, no, nobody becomes instantly a genius as soon as they get promoted to the next level. Right. They're still idiots that make idiotic choices. And so it's got to be very difficult to be on, on the, 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 uh, the operational level and get these things from people above you that you know are making mistakes. Right. You right. know that these are, this is a terrible idea. And that is why she hit her. Yeah. Several times. Right. Which is interesting. You know, you, you, there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, we, we hear a lot about in, in, in this climate right now, you hear a lot about, you know, um, in, in, our, in our government, you know, we trust our operation. We trust our people on the ground. We trust our, our commanders right. on the ground. We trust our commanders in the field, you know, and there it wasn't the case. It's like it was a top down thing. Like if, if, if the people in Russia wanted something done, the KGB, this had to be done. It's not like, well, what do Philip and Elizabeth think? What's happening on the ground? What's the situation? You know, what's happening real time? They're like, nope, mm. get it done. That's all we care about, which is, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. I have a sneaking suspicion that nothing uh, that, that, that we may say a lot that we trust our guys on the ground. I have a sneaking suspicion that is not true. The policy sure. is, is uh, I don't think there's anyone at, at CIA who's going to sit down with, with, with somebody from Afghanistan that's served two tours and been like, Tell me what you think the next plan I'm is. I'm just saying what yeah, they say. That, that's, that's the talking point. I, I agree, yeah, talking. I, I agree with you. I think that's what we say it, but I don't think it's necessarily You're saying it political so. in here, Joe? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm you know, saying. they seem like they're being casual with Liz and Phil. All so right. Liz and Phil are given this Herculean task. They're given this that we got to figure out who this guy is. Right. Phil, thankfully, is stooping Martha. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Finally. He's Mar- holding yeah. out. <laughs> Martha waited. She couldn't wait. She obviously no, couldn't wait no longer. It was pretty clear on her face. Like, this is happening. <laughs> he's, been working her, he's been working her for eight episodes right. so or seven episodes until now. So I have a question. Do we think that, you know, what, what, did he intend on sleeping with her that night? Because I think that his move was like, oh, no condom, no, no protection. Condom, I'm out. She's like, I got one right here. Oh, ha! yeah. I think that was the plan. <laughs> and then she came around because she had... Right, Chris Amador's. Now we know condom. it was Chris Amador's. Oh man, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a rough little scene right there. That Poor was. Chris. Well, he doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't right. know, but he will. He's but, following uh, her around. Oh yeah. Well. But the look at you know, I don't know Phil. I mean, Phil did not look too, or Phil Clark, I should say, did not look too okay. happy. I don't know if it was I don't Clark, Clark that looked too happy, that. or if it was. Phil, who was really, you know, Philip was really like, you know, I don't know if I want to do that. I, I couldn't tell if this is Philip having reservations because of his situation with Elizabeth, or if this was Clark in character being still being the timid, mild. I don't know if I want to do this. I think it was Philip first, Me, like that was the first emotion, being like hesitant to do that because he does feel for Elizabeth, and it is harder to do just casual sex for a job. Probably now that he really like is having a relationship with Elizabeth. Says you. Says me, but I do think that that. General emotion he had played into Clark's reservations and like being like coy, I guess, whatever right. he was pretending to be as well. But the real foundation of that was Elizabeth. I, I don't know. It seemed like after after they were done, uh, he it, it, he seemed like he was so going through the motions. Uh, oh yeah, that was crazy. Well, the that second time wonderful. around, I think the first yeah, time around, great. He, he was definitely there was, this, there, there was he was like okay, well, I guess we got to do it. The second time around, he was clearly torn. Like he was looking at the staring at the necklace. Yeah, dangling you know. right in front of his head. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah. like it's just a little distracting. I guess I got to right. take that down before we do this. All right. But it didn't stop Martha. No, Martha, Martha, was, Martha was in it to win it. She was on a mission. <laughs> no question. <laughs> she put on the uh, you know the Stephen Stills. She had the LP on. Oh yeah, drop drop the needle. 
I have waited, Clark. <laughs> you and that terrible hairpiece. I have waited for you. But it was all worth it, though, because part of the operation That's was it. to find the German guy who, right. and there's always that like one step before the next step because I guess we can't just like have directions and then a resolution. But like they had to stop at that. What was he? An artillery? Or, the, uh, the, the arms dealer. Arms dealer. So with this crazy kid with the shotgun. Yeah. What was that? I mean, ah! I guess if you're an arms dealer, you have a crazy kid too. But she was, she's four or something. No, she was young. like what, eight or nine, and yeah, she's like rocking nine, a shotgun. Nine or 10. And but she's it was like, like, who are you calling little girl? Or I'm not a little girl. Yeah, do I look like a little girl? Yeah, like, you do, It's like actually. Uh, Kick-Ass, like the movie Kick-Ass. Like right. Tony Moretz, uh, whatever her name was. Chloe. There's a boyfriend somewhere in that kid's future who is not going to know what happened. He's yeah. not going to yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but so through his surveillance camera and Martha's pictures, they were able to figure out who the right. assassin was. Which right. is a good thing. So it was, it's good that, you know... Philip was making that move to sort of work this asset. Such a and game of chess. Work that asset. Work. Th- I'm sorry. <laughs> There's nothing going to <laughs> Work that asset. Uh, but it, but, it, but, it, but it bared fruit. Nothing about that was right. No, I'm sorry. But it did bear fruit. Good try. It, uh, it, it bared a lot of fruit and uh, unexpected fruit. And they got they got their man, who hit, who he himself was doing some really crafty spy work. We saw him go with the prostitute. Which prostitute. Was a little t- yes. And he said... I, he said, "I'm into, I'm, I'm into something much kinkier than that." But it was yeah. more. It was, it was German accent, so I'm into something kinkier than this. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was pretty clever of him because then he said he was into watching, probably. So well, she gave assumption. him a key. Uh, that's that my assumption. assumption. He could have been more frank with her and said, listen, I, I love to put bomb in walkie-talkie, so please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're right. So it's to speak. more yeah. likely. <laughs> and he took his time while doing it, too. He was just like, hmm. Right. Took yeah, out his little no tools. Yeah. I, first of all, that bomb looked like a bag of Coke. I didn't know it that did. was a bomb. You're like, oh, it's a bomb, nice and then it. he brings out a timer, yes. and I was like, a bomb it is. <laughs> right. And I don't care how many timers. You, a bag of Coke's not going to blow up. No. Yeah. I, well, I mean, we don't know, but it sounds like a science project. But so I was wondering, and I'm sure you, we were watching it and talking about it, like why the FBI guy, isn't he just going after scientists? Or maybe now he's switching gears because they said stop on the scientists, and now he's like, I'm going to get everybody. So we found out later right. it was the FBI guy who he saw was going into the scientist's house so he could still get the scientist. Very Jeez. elaborate. Yeah. And I like the, with the theme of like once you set this guy into motion, he's sort of nuts. Like you wind him up and he he's goes. He's a domino. Yeah. He can't stop. And so even, so even though Philip and Elizabeth, which I want to talk about that scene, stopped him, Right, it was already in motion. The plan was already couldn't be. They couldn't stop his plan because it was already great, which is really interesting. Which I guess this wasn't a guy in a clock tower with a sniper rifle waiting for a die. This was a whole so different, more sinister uh, way. It it was all moving parts. Yeah, but it makes sense to me. Like if you're if you're the German guy, you can't just have somebody come into your room and tell you to stop, and you go, "All right, right." There's no way, you know. And and I don't know for whatever reason. But again, this is what I love, love, love about the show. I mean, there are some there are some deep, deep Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy espionage eighties shit right now like that's yeah, no doubt stuff the east german dude no one knows who he is he sneaks in gets the, the prostitute puts plants the bomb in the walkie-talkie that later gets to the fbi agent which later gets to the guy like that's you know that's a, that's some, those some serious dominoes well you know one of the things i liked about about the way they do this and it seems to be like a like a phil and elizabeth thing if they don't have to kill you they don't want to kill you right like right you know and it seems like they, they pull into the room and they're like we've got you and he's like, if I wanted, to, if you wanted to kill me, I'd be dead already. And they're like, yeah, we're just telling you to stop. And he's like, now I have this crazy idea. I got a bomb attached to the door. Here I go, boom. 
but they didn't want to kill him if they didn't have to. And, right. And no. I think that's kind of interesting. I think that's probably, I'm guessing that's a that's a choice, you know, by uh, Joe Weisberg, I think. Is, you is think that's, that's, I mean, that's a, a choice? Because, choice. again, we have to, like, you know, we, we, we agree that they're the protagonists and we don't know if they're the good guys or the bad guys, but we agree that we're on their side. So, I mean, we want them to be likable for The thing loud. about that is also, like, Dexter, for instance, if he were a serial killer that killed good people, right, right. No you one wouldn't, would like right, it would just be a terrible, scary thing every single time. <laughs> so, <laughs> occasionally winds up in a church for some weird reason. Right, but Dexter. we have to, there's got to be something we like about these people, and it's right. that they don't go straight for bullets. Right. So that that scene was great. That was a great standoff action scene. Very, very yeah. like the way, even the, the way that Philip snuck in and was there with the silencer and had, and you him, said, and had him. Or you said, one of you said, where's Elizabeth? I'm like, she's coming. She's coming. Back window. Boom. Then, Bam. You know, Spider the, Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so they had him cornered. But the East German, smart. The drop. He, he, he casually keeps moving, and I would put this down, and you would see my hands move. Now I have a detonator. Yes. Oh, no. But I want to know why he was planning for that. Like, if he's the assassin, and he thinks, you know, I have 14 people to kill. I killed one. All right? Check. Mm-hmm. Like, why would he set up, like... Prepare to kill himself if he knows he's still got a job, let's say, and well, he, he wasn't doesn't gonna kill himself. It was a shape charge. It was going to go kill. It was going to shoot out to yeah. where was oh. at the door. It's a, you see the, in all the assassin movies, you see these guys. They live very sparsely, right? And they always sort of trap. They always you know, guard their door and set the door. Yeah. Okay, traps. so I thought it was like a suicide thing, not no, like no, no. okay. It was like just in case someone tries to f with me, I'm ready. Got so it. like it would have been like if someone was coming through that door, the shape charge would have that way, but it wouldn't have gotten to him. It would have just gotten to the guy at the door. But then how did it cause so much damage? In the bathroom. Well, because they threw it in him. They threw it, and he, he they threw it in the bathroom. Right. right. Okay. Right before it blew up, which was which was dope. That, that was dope. That, that whole like pull, pull the charge, oh. got to Elizabeth, Elizabeth to him, boom. and then East German he didn't spaghetti. Make it. Like that guy was oh. everywhere. That or, was um, I'd be happy to forget that. Yeah. One Spetzel. image, the blood what's, what's everywhere. <laughs> what's what's a German dish? I don't know. Strudel, strudel, strudel. schnitzel, schnitzel, spetzel too. Is a new, the, uh, we're gonna noodles. make everybody German happy with our with our ugly butchering, right? So great. So, the, so that's the op. So, so the op was uh, a success and a failure. Right. Which is, and that brings up, you know, many I have big things. problems with that. Success and failure. That was a success. That was unmitigated. Not yeah. nope. It's not because it still sends the same mes- message that if he killed 14, it would be the same thing. The right. one, killing one, is basically saying we're going after your people in this particular role because we don't want you to bomb us, so now you're going to really bomb Listen, us. if you're four feet tall and I say to you, you got a slam on Kobe Bryant, but you mid around him and you get a layup in, I think that's a win. No. You didn't say that. It's, 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 it's not violent. It's not violent. The mission, that would be if the mission is to score, that's one thing. But their mission was to stop in, in your Kobe Bryant analogy, which, yeah. is, which isn't very good. But if you... Sorry. You tried, it's again. Good. It's, it's good. a good try. It's two you're taking down. But if you, if their, their mission was to stop this guy from killing... The scientist. He yeah. killed the scientist. Mission's failure. The end. Wait, I'm, 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 I'm with Carrie Russell. I hardline that. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, because not because it, like whatever it was, but it's because it sends a message. Right. If the message wasn't there, it would just be one guy that died. Uh, listen, I understand. I understand that point of view. I'm just saying that I think that was dang side near of impossible. Dang side. That was damn side near of impossible. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of think it's. Uh, I think they did did an amazing job. Yeah, well, of course they did. As as did Matthew Reese. He's like, this is impossible. We did it. We're winners. We win. He's like you. I, and I'm like Carrie Russell. Like, no, we didn't win. Right. You look a lot like Car- you and Carrie have a lot in common. Yeah, she's. I, I need her sweaters. 
<laughs> her sweaters. Her sweaters and her hair. But if this had not happened the way it did, it wouldn't propel the story further, which of is course. now going to be more KGB American right. action. Of course. You know, who done it? FBI agents are down. Now, you know, there's this whole internal thing going on, but they can't do anything about it because otherwise we'd have to send in tanks your, to your Russia. Your guy, Gad. Gad got emotional in the Gad end there. Gad was very emotional. He did. He lost yeah. his guys. Gad, yeah. He, Gad, Gad was great. Gad was good. Gad, Gad. Gad was good. Gad was good. No, he's a, you know, he's, he's a, I keep, he's a long way away from, I keep calling him John Boy Walton. You gotta let it go. I'm the only guy who knows that reference because I'm the only uh, guy you who's are. I thought that was what his name was and you just called him John Boy. <laughs> no, John, John Boy. But he's, he's a hard ass. He's a hard ass. His name, his name is Agent Gad. It's uh, Richard. Does that sound like a code word? Not a real name, Agent Boy, Gad. Agent Gad, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but so w- let's get into speaking let, of let, Gad. Let, let's talk about, let's talk about Stan I, and Nina. I, I want to talk about Stan and Nina. I I think I think our boy Stan is falling in real deep. Uh, Stan is. is in over his head. So and, to speak. Yeah, well, and, oh. uh, and Nina is no joke, man. She right. she handed up the new Vasily pretty good. She's like, oh yeah, I'm here, just excited about the mission. Well, let's break that down. So, All right, so so Gad so Gad so Gad gives gives uh, Stan a crash pad. Or yes. A, uh, you know, an F pad, if you will. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's, I don't know a little spot for his cookie what, in the city. Exactly. I don't know what. So, it, do we think that that was this really? Is this Gad sort of saying like, "Look, I know this is your asset is, you know, I know you're working this, this asset in this way. Work here's a, here's asset? an apartment. This is better than the car." Or was he genuinely saying like, "This makes more sense"? Did he know? No, how, no. I think that I I, my, I don't say it like that. Like I know. Like I, I've never run an agent, but I'm saying that I think that Gad was giving him that as a, "Hey, I already told you, I can't. I most likely can't get her out," but. um you guys can have a lot of fun in the meantime. I think it's that with the like addition that it is getting crazier, and that's why Stan wants to get her out is because she's in danger. Right. So if we're going to not send her away and you do want to have sex with her and we have to keep her here, let's at least do it in a safe place where you can also have your fun. Right. Okay. I'll buy that. Okay. So I think it's everything. It's we, all, we're all, all right. We're all right. So once it. we met, Stan was playing the whole, like, you know, last time. Stan wants something real with we Nina. We were drunk. I, you know. He can't have anything yeah. real with Nina. He's got stripper syndrome. Like, yeah. he, he wants to have a relationship with a stripper. You know, what, what, you know is, what is the stripper there, syndrome? There, you speak some of? guys end up. Some guys go to strip clubs over and over again, and they they get the same girl for twenty bucks, dance on their lap every night, and they are beginning to have a relationship with this girl in their minds. But the girl's getting paid. She's not she, right. Nina right. cannot have a real relationship with Stan, but he wants something real. And he says that he's like, "Are you only doing this because you know we're working or whatever?" What was the phrase? I don't remember. He wants an emotional contact with her. He wants to have an emotional... Right. But he did call it out and said, like, what we were saying, is right. she just doing this because she did it with Vasily, and if she can do it with Vasily, she can do it with anybody. Well, she had that great monologue about, you know, I don't think you understand spies. Right. Like, basically, she called him out. Like, I think you're starting to slowly see, you know, this is this is really slow, but it's happening, you know. You're starting to see the power shift between Stan and Nina. Stan came in. He was running her, like, look, here's what you're going to do. I right. got you cold. We're going to... Do this, run this, and now she's involved. Nina is slowly but surely coming, turning into a power broker, and now it's just to the point where she's like, you know, I think uh, Nina's running things. She's running things. She got to call them out. Like, you know what? I'm a spy. You're you're a cop. 
I don't think you understand spies. You're like, a we'll do whatever it takes, and you'll put people in jail. Yeah, but they're trying to arrest people. Spies, keep, spies want to keep everything the same. Keep yep. everyone where they are. So they bleed the information out. out. Bleed information, right? Right. So we'll do uh, that. Cops want to put people in jail, and that's the difference. So yeah. that, that, but she also said as a way to understand that the only way that I can stay the same in this situation is to give your boss as much information, right? A steady, a steady stream of information. So this promotion helps. Well, I, I and I also think that that Stan is not necessarily just a cop. Stan, you spend all that time in that white supremacist group. I think Stan is somewhere in between. Right. No, he definitely is. He's forgetting, though, because he's, like, entranced by her. Yeah. uh, When that hair could get around your head like that, you know, if she's got perfume on, that'll screw you up right there. Right. I guess. Right. Well, but... She's like a brunette Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) I'll get get behind you on that. um, Yeah. I I love... I like Nina a lot. You do. You do. (laughs) You know, when this episode started and we first saw her, I was like, oh, she's going to die today. I didn't think she'd make it through the day. I didn't either, and she did. She's and she's like taking names. Way yeah. to go, Nina! She Yay. got a promotion. We thought that was it when she went when, when uh, you know Vasily Number Two oh, called yeah. her into the office. We yeah. thought that was it. We only watched that scene four times. Well, we were trying to figure out the dynamic because he kind of right. he kind of called her out on the on, on her uh, on her steal her uh, what you call her moving yeah. product, which yeah. we thought that do, do we still know that does he does he did he know that that was. I, I think she he was, was kind of fishing a little bit. I, I don't. I got the. I got the feeling he was fishing. I didn't get the feeling he had her. He had her dead to rights. It's right. almost the thing. Like because if if he called her out on it, then he she can go to the FBI. But like you have nothing on me. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Like, yeah, I don't care. But her. But I think that was part of it. Because her move was to say they actually promoted me, and I want to stay feeding you information still. Oh, but you know what though? We don't. Have, we don't know how the rest of that meeting went. I mean, he could have called her out cold, and now she could be feeding misinformation to the FBI. You think there's a double cross in here? That, oh, could. Oh, be. Oh well, the previews did look a little scandalous with her. So. Oh, I didn't even yeah, think about that. That's right. Well, now you did. That's all drop in real time. Yeah, we, we, we didn't see the promotion happen, and the promotion could be. We didn't see what. Yeah, we didn't see how that. She ended. could be playing Stan. She could be playing Stan. Well, there's a power shift there. So. Wow, New Vasily could have been like, "Oh, we got you. Now what?" And she could have been like, "I got this FBI guy who believes everything I say because what I give him is good." And, uh, <laughs> and before we, before we leave Stan and Nina, I just want, I do want to touch on the dinner, the, the awkward the awkward dinner, which you know Stan had a pep in his step. Oh yeah, he just got laid. Oh yeah, he was happy. This mac and cheese is great, and this potato <laughs> is great. Have the potatoes. And this meatloaf is amazing. And, and his wife, with Nina. Well, and his wife was like, "You don't like spicy food, though." And and she, he was like, oh, I do like this one. I like it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking very awkward. Oh, that was rough. That yeah. was the weirdest dinner. It was like the dinner from Awkwardville. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, everyone was really, really awkward. The kids really... were weird. Yes. Um, Elizabeth and Philip were very strange. So. Right. I was glad to see that mm-hmm. dinner end. The floppy boy kid. I don't. I think that the son, the older son. Yes. When when the daughter asks if he's done, what does it look like? I was like yeah. He's flop head. He's got it. the Walkman, the, the right? 1981 Walkman. Kick get a haircut. Yeah. So which is state of the art? Because I think that thing dropped in '81. So it's like. So he's cutting. 80, edge. He's cutting edge with the Walkman. I got you. But uh, I think early on in that, in that episode one or two, I thought that that kid was. I didn't realize that that was Stan's son early on. I think we were talking about him because they, they, him and her had that interaction early. They said, "My dad, you know, works for the." It's very Homeland. Right. We thought that parallel. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you weren't here for this. So early on in that interaction, we thought that that kid was someone else's. Oh, really? Son. But, we, you know, this was, yeah, I'm bringing it up. It doesn't matter. But now we know what Stan's okay, son. Okay, we know I what Stan's son. Got it. So that's that. So moving on to. Uh, All right. 
What do we got? Martha and Clark. Martha and Clark. But before we do Martha and Clark, I want to uh, real quick uh, remind everybody uh, and thank everybody who's downloading on iTunes. And please give us fives if you are downloading on the iTunes. We yeah. love the fives. Fives. Even though Lauren's not with us this week. Um, and if you are downloading on iTunes and you want to check us out uh, in real life, if you go to the YouTubes, um, you can check us out uh, at, the, at uh, AfterBuzz TV and you just type in the Americans and you can see what we look like. Right. And, uh, and we love your comments. If you've got anything to say, constructive, hopefully, we'd love to hear it. That's VYouTubes.com. <laughs> it's on the Interwebs. Yeah, in, in the interwebs. Got we it. do read every single comment. Absolutely. So. Yes. If you wrote to us, we saw it. Yes. Hopefully Very taking so. notes. <laughs> let's let's talk about Martha and Clark. Yeah. So we, we touched on them briefly. We you know we talked about right. that, that that information, but um I think that we it's really more I want to talk about Martha. And so she, you know, Clark has has turned her, you know, and now she went off and went, did her own secret op, offered up the offered up the uh the information. Offered up the information and um, to to Clark and went out and got it. We're fine. Yeah. All right. So no, was that the biggest thing that Martha's brought to stand so far? To I'm sorry to uh, Clark. to Clark so far. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, that, oh, that yeah. was it. That was huge. That was huge. And so, and we also learned in that it was actual evidence. I think in the past they just have conversations yeah, about like little stuff. Yeah, little office scuttlebutt, right? And right. they would they'd be like, "Oh, did you hear about what happened today?" And this, and oh, me too. And then oh, that guy. But this time it was like hardcore evidence because he said what his job was in jeopardy. Right. I guess right, Actually, right. You know, he he played to her emotions, and she wanted to help save the day. And they also he also gave her the sex. Oh right, oh, right. I love how he was like, "Let's <laughs> talk about work." And then she was like, "We always talk about work." And he's like, "All right, the sex, then the work." <laughs> right. And then so. and then all the information came out. Right. <laughs> like, what do you need to know, Clark? Plumb the depths of that whole deal. All right. right. So we found out. We found out briefly that thing that Clark was also. Uh, that, I'm sorry. That that uh, Martha was with formerly with Agent uh, Chris. Uh, Chris Chris Amador. Agent Amador. Chris yeah. Amador. So and we saw that whole exchange. We know what that was like, which is very interesting. We found out that he wasn't harassing her. He was actually an ex girlfriend, and she's kind of scorned. We know that that was his condom. That was all interesting information. But the most interesting thing he we was found a jerk, out, like she said, is that he was a jerk. She, That's he, what she said. Yeah. He, he saw her. That. He got some strange. Right. He got some right. strange. But he saw he saw her. He's suspicious of that. They didn't play it out, but he saw that the cabinet there. And now that there's a dead agent involved, he's pissed. And he's so following I think, her. I think he's following her. He was, he's suspicious. I don't know what he's. he's so that we'll see how that plays out. But uh, I don't know. Anything else on them? I like that she's becoming like a more involved character. Yeah. yeah. I like Martha as a character. I because like her too. Like a lot of too. those interactions come and go. Right. The one-off, like, we get information from you and then we get rid of you. Right. Well, I also like that she, when, when, once they, they, you know, she she seemed to, uh, when, when they were in bed, she seemed to get what she wanted. I like that about her. Her character seemed to like, hey, you know what? I'm She's not, not weak. Yeah, she wasn't the wallflower anymore. No. She's like, yeah. here's what I want and I'm going to go ahead and get it. Yeah. She uh, seems very mad men, though. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. she have a little bit of a madman look to her? I think the, the way they costume her a little bit, too, because she's always got the, something tied up by her neck. Maybe but it's that's the 80s right. style. 1981. 1981. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love that she threw the record on, set the mood. Oh, yeah. She's, she's kind of in charge in she's that. She's in charge. That dynamic. Because well, Clark is playing Clark is so, you know, right. meek. Well, yeah. She you thinks know. she's in charge, but right, exactly. I, I was. I feel bad for her after that scene cut, though, when we cut over to uh, to Liz and, and Phil on the bed, going through the pictures that she'd given them, and like you know, all of a sudden you see the two predators that have just taken something from yes. the nice, the nice, right. uh, what's it called, the nice herbivore. The, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The question is, I wonder how you know, given Clark's and giving Philip's situation with Elizabeth, and giving Clark's um, the fact that Clark got all the information he wants, I wonder if this 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 relationship will continue between Clark and Martha. I think Clark will break this off. You know, well, cool. we got an impression from the from the previews from next week that things are about to get very iffy with with Clark. Yeah, this yeah. 
So we'll see about that. We'll see about that. But speaking of Clark, we should we should really get into the meat here. Which yeah, is we should talk about Phil and Liz. Yeah. First, we see Elizabeth talking to Grandma, and she, you know, said exactly what we thought she would use the that Philip slept with Irina. Absolutely. While he was away in New York, my prediction and, came true. Right, exactly. True we're getting good at this. I think we're getting good at predicting the yes. show. Um, and we see her react just like we thought she would. She's upset, and Grandma says, "You know, this can't be real. You guys were arranged, and yep. you're here to do a job." So. It struck a chord with Elizabeth. She was like, yeah. And that, she said later, was what clouded her judgment during the operation because her mind was on them. Uh, it, it was slightly heartbreaking for me because the beginning of the episode, they were so in love. So in love. Right. There's this whole, we, we, we spent like the first six or seven, I don't know, where are we, eight, eight, seven eight episodes watching the ice queen slowly yep. melt and melt and melt so that she's confessing her love to finally, in this episode, they're a normal couple. This was the, the Making first time. Making jokes with each other. She made a terrible made joke, kind of like Joe joke. did earlier. Yeah, you know, Joe, Joe, oh. Joe Flippo style joke. Oh, that was which rough. Was, <laughs> 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 felt deader, <laughs> deader than anything. But, um, Anyway, so that it was it was really sweet to see, but then just that quick, the Ice Queen is Flip. back. Yep, and, I'm, and I, for the, for the sake of the show and for the sake of the story, I'm, I'm happy to see the Ice Queen back. But yeah. you know, it's it's sad to see for for poor Philip. I'm sure it will come back around. You know that I think it's too early to really predict something specific with that, but it could probably come back around. It had to go that way because they have to do these operations, and it's going to get more serious with what they're doing. So they can't just be lovey-dovey and like, oh, I can, yeah. we can balance everything well, so wonderfully. Well, that's a good question I'll ask you guys. Do you think that – I mean, who's right here? Do you think that she's right? Like, we should – we were never together. We should be d- doing our mission and that should be that. Or do you, are we rooting for them to be in love and, yeah, and, t- and be a couple? We miss her Mrs. Smith. I'll, I'll tell you about my point of view. Heart to heart. I, I guess I get screwed up. Like, once you have kids, I'm like – I guess my thought is like, uh, you know uh, – and I, maybe this is 2020, you know, and, and, and if I apply it to the U.S., it's different. But it, it, when you think of the, of, of the Soviet Union now, we, in hindsight, the whole thing fell apart 10 years later after this whole thing, right? So you give your whole life to something that eventually falls apart because of poor right. management at the top. So, um, so you, can, you can look at that and go, well, you, who cares? But, and I guess if I apply it to the U.S. and if you were an underca- undercover agent. But if you're an undercover agent who has kids, you have a family. So now you're, you're I mean, it's, I think your, your, your loyalty is ne- by nature torn. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's absolutely. I don't know why they had kids in the first place. I guess to assimilate, but yeah. they could have just said well, they you were trust like people with kids. Like, you don't. I mean, right. Stand next true. door. I mean, you got to think that that whole relationship is is you know. You see those kids, you think this. I mean, there's no way they're agents of anything. You can't right. even consider right. that. I'm still very, very. I guess I'm a little pissed. You know, I don't want to go. You know, male, female, Mars, Venus here, but the double standard. You know, poor Philip. I'm so. I am with you. Poor Philip. Philip. You know, he's with this whole thing. He's 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 tried. He's been so forthcoming. He was he was lied In to for all those years. times by 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 Elizabeth. He he she betrayed his trust multiple times. It broke his heart. Gregory was stooping that for how long? He got so Sports mad. Stooping. Years, years. <laughs> Greg. I think it wasn't stooping. I think uh, Gregory's black. He was hitting that. That's, <laughs> I like sports stooping. stooping. I, I, <laughs> Gregory? Again. Yeah, Gregory's right. not stooping anybody. Either. No. Is that no. free? No, no, yeah, no. That's a, that's so, a record. Anyway, but, but my, my point is. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> my, I'm out. I got to go. Out. No. My point is like all this time and so finally she, he gains his trust and he like gives it to her and then he breaks his trust one time and he completely comes clean and she's out. out. I think Over. though it's also Gates she realizes like. I, I she's losing her focus and she knows what she needs to do and she has to regain control and mm. you know they both don't trust each other they don't trust the people they're working for there's so much distrust that she's got to like control something so this is her only way to do it I do however think again a more general prediction that once they do trust each other enough again they will 
rekindle that love. Right. Well, you you brought this up, Joe. That um, you know, he that you know, she laid it out to him like we can't do this, and I think this is sort of another Mars Venus thing. Where, you know, the, the you know, the, her being the female speaking for you, like oh, we yeah. can't do this. You know, <laughs> this it's over. I don't need this shit. It's over. Da, da, da. And he threw it back at her, saying, hey, he called hey, her a bluff. I'm out. You know what? It's 1981. I don't need to be here. We it need won't, a divorce. It won't surprise anybody if I'm not here. Right. All right. So now what? He now called what? her bluff, and I mean, obviously, they're not going to stop working together. Well, like, so. like I said last week, um, you know, if you're the guy and you're getting you're getting shit on a little bit, you know, then then you got you can't just roll over. You can't be, you know, once you've once you've copped to it, like he did. He's like, I'm wrong. That was a stupid thing to do. I should never have done it. That was such a and, generic thing to say. Every one of those lines, I was just right. like, she's probably going to kill this guy now. Well. I- <laughs> Because I wanted to kill him. I'm just like, stop talking. Okay, but but, but I, elaborate from on my that. point of view, look at you both getting so nervous. You're like, no, ah! I just don't know. Like, he came like, clean. He said, I'm wrong. Yes. And he didn't say anything. He didn't say Gregory's I'm name. We sat there in the audience saying Gregory's name. We okay, watched What about it. Gregory? What about Gregory? That's what I would have said. Right? <laughs> the first thing I would have said. That's it. That would have been popping out of my mouth in half but a second. But it was a different time, and she looked him right in the eye. It was three weeks ago. But she looked him right in the eye and said, did you do anything? And he said, no. And she thought that they were in a different place at this point where they would tell each other everything that was their goal like start clean tell each other everything there's a lot of distrust going on right now we're each other's partner and we love each other but is there a and teeny, he lied but is there a t- okay but is there- and also he never asked her are you in love with anyone that you're like having sex with because they have sex with countless people for yeah, this job he never probably said are, are you in love with Gregory are you having oh, sex that, with I, him I don't know I mean I don't think you if you don't to... ask the question you, you didn't lie oh, no wait a you minute didn't lie. that's a lie of omission one. that's not fair that's yeah. still a lie it's an omission okay, let, okay. a lie oh, okay with, following that logic I will, yes. say, I, will give you, I will give you all of that even though I don't 100% agree with it it was but different fo- pretenses too no one there said like well we're team members or partners and we can't fall in love with anyone else just very quickly following that logic like why can Elizabeth just give him a break and she say you know what I did this you did this one for me two for me one for you that's I, it. I, I, that's all I'm We're asking. Even. It may come around. Maybe it takes her some time. Maybe she needs to regain some trust, and then she know. will Double slow standard. down. Double standard. I don't know. And I, I don't trust Grandma. I think Grandma does not have their best interest no, in her. No, she doesn't care what happens No, to so I, I'd say Grandma out. Well, before before we go jump to, pre- to predictions, which we should need to do right now, yeah, I just I want to say, again, another fantastic scene. It's a spectacular oh, acting job so good. By, by both of them, but especially Carrie Russell, the looks. Mm. Like, the look when he's mm. like, oh, she, that, you know, first she's in love, and then when she's coming back and she's giving me steel looks and find that last thing yeah when she's like when he was like i love, I love you. you and she looks at him like mm-hmm. mm. how love. did she say it she yeah. goes is mm, mm. and she was like evaluating him yeah. at that moment but the look like, was already there before or she was like said, yeah that his mm. eye his, he was like love and she was like mm. love yeah not so much her look was very sarcastic and like okay mm, right. you're going down exactly Rough. like that mm. Rough. Oh, God. oh i give that look that's how do you just do, that's how do you guys do that that's a i will fight you and you won't even see it coming oh no i don't i don't want to get that look i want to be blind i should be on that side no, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm glad I'm over here. That's scary business. So, uh, should we do right, let's, predictions? Let's talk about predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Jen Golden, what are your predictions for next week? Or for I, the future? Uh, in, in general, I think shit's going to get cray. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> a safe prediction on this show. Like I said, my general ones, Philip and Elizabeth will rekindle. Um, I do think Irene is going to be back. To some degree, she's going to be like a, a sneak one. Like I thought, she was almost going to be the assassin that they hired that they wanted to be stopped. Because I do think she's going to come back around, and that right. son, that random son too. Um, Nina is taking control, and I do think, like what we said, some, she's playing both sides because mm-hmm. she knows he's not going to protect her really, mm-hmm. and he can't. So she's got to protect herself. Mm-hmm. 
fight or flight mode, and she's a spy. Let's not forget this girl's smart. Right. So that's all uh, I have to say. I'm going to back you for my predictions. I'm in the same boat. I think Nina, uh, Nina double crosses in the future. I think it's only a matter of time. <laughs> right. I think she's going to be like, listen, Stan, you're you're uh, you're not going to be able to do what I need here, buddy. So uh, I might be I might be feeding you some negative information. That's right. my prediction. Joseph Braswell. Uh, I predict. I'm still on the whole. Um, uh, Stan's wife. Stan's wife is around for a reason. I feel like that. There's, there, there's not just because she's pretty there. on the eyes. Mm. Yeah, there's trouble there, and I think that you know. You think Philip? I think sort she's going to leak stuff to Philip and Elizabeth because Philip and Elizabeth already do. Sorry, to just to, totally no. take over your prediction. All right, I'm going to. I was um, going to say she's sorry, but she's not stopping. No, That's not okay. at all. I'm going <laughs> to steamroll arguing. you. Uh, <laughs> Zip it. Listen, I'm in charge here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you didn't even know. So. She is going to leak stuff like she has already said there's trouble in paradise. Philip and Elizabeth already know that stuff's going on between them. They're going to prey on that and they're going to, you know, go to her her emotions and become her friends and get more information. Mm. Just like when Elizabeth was standing there listening to him on the phone. Like, it's not like he's that quiet. I got you. All right. Well, uh, Joe Brazzle, where can we find you, sir? Uh, uh, at Joe K. Brazzle on Twitter, Grantland.com, uh, Star Wars, uh, my Star Wars ILM series, and The Americans, and Justified, and The Following, the following with You on yes. Mondays. And, and we're starting the Bates sleep. Motel, yes, uh, next week. Bates Motel coming nice. next week as well. very exciting. Scary. All right, Jen Golden, where can we find you? You can find me at Jen the Jew on Twitter and Instagram, and Jennifer Golden on Facebook and my website. And you can also find me in Nashville, usually after this show, around 11 o'clock. Nice. Uh, and I'm Joe, I'm Joe Sanfilippo. You can find me at Joe Flippo, uh, at, Joe Flippo at the Twitters. Um, and if you, uh, <laughs> if you have not seen uh, Escape from Planet Earth, please do so. It's a great movie. I got a little voice in there. And uh, I also do the following with Joe Braswell. And uh, we also are going to be starting the Bates Motel on Monday. It was so nice hanging out with you guys. Have a beautiful week. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 